0: Welcome to Zeichudavsi. My name is Rabbi Abraham Goldhar, and today we're the third parak, Arbaan Nadarim. So the three topics are going to focus on are: one, the Mishnah Dav Chav Zayin base stated. One may make a netter to murderers, plunderers, and tax collectors, She truma, that his grain is truma, even though in truth it's not truma. To persuade his assailants, who are Jewish, not to take his grain, he claims that it's truma and prohibited to them. And to bolster his false claim, he makes a netter to forbid all fruit on himself if the grain is not truma. The Gemara said all fruit should become forbidden to him through his nether and initially explains that he said that the fruit would only be prohibited for that day, which he can easily keep. When the Gemara objects that the assailant would not be convinced by such a minimally impactful nether, it clarifies that in his mind he intended for the nether to only prohibit fruit for a day, but verbally express the neder without limitations. The Gemara adds that although generally, devarim words of the heart are not words, meaning his private intent cannot impact his spoken words, like, in case of onus, it's different because the circumstances indicate that he intends differently than the simplest implication of his words. Point number two, the next Mishnah states, harinatiyos ha'il im If one said these saplings are hereby kadosh as a carbon, if they're not cut, Talizot carbon im enan or this Talis' Kodesh is a carbon. If it's not burned, Yesha and Pidyon, they may be redeemed, meaning that the netter is effective and the items are prohibited and can subsequently be redeemed for their value to become permitted. The Gmorra asks how the Nedra of the sapling can take effect, since all trees will eventually be cut, and answers that the stipulation made was that the saplings would not be cut that day, and the day passed. The more proceeds to explain the novelty of this ruling. Kagon de Eka Zika Nafisha is in a case of a great wind blowing, just as in the case of the tallis, he made a stipulation regarding its burning, presumably because there's a fire nearby. The Gemara continues, You might think that he assumed they would not be saved from the wind and fire, and it's because of this assumption that he made the nether, and it should not be valid. The Mishnah therefore teaches us that it is. And point number three, the Mishnah had stated, If one said these saplings shall be cut as a carbon until they are cut, and similarly, if he said his tongue should be kadosh as a carbon until it's burned, they do not have redemption. The Gemara wonders, is it forever they cannot be redeemed? Why should this be so? Barpada explains, Padaan, Chosos, Vakotchos, Padaan, Chosos, Vakotchos, Achikatsusu. If he redeems them, they become Kadosh again. If he again redeems them, they become Kadosh again until they are cut. The Ron explains that we consider his nether to mean they should remain Kadosh until they are cut, meaning that even if they are redeemed, they should again become Kadosh, as if an additional nether was made. Barpada continues that once they are cut, Poding Pamachus Madaya, he redeems them once and they are then permitted. U argues and says, podan. once they are cut, he no longer needs to redeem them, and they are automatically permitted. He interprets them there to mean they should be cuttush only until the time they are cut. The Gemara on the following daf will discuss the Malchokis at length. So once again the three points are at number one, the Mishan Daf Khazin Amabe stated. Haramin one may make a netter to murderers, plunderers, and tax collectors. She truma apopisha enotruma that his grain is truma even though in truth it's not truma. To persuade his assailants whom are Jewish not to take his grain, he claims that it's truma and prohibited to them, and to bolster his false claim, he makes a netter to forbid all fruit on himself if the grain is not truma. The Gemara said all fruit should become forbidden to him through his net and initially explains that he said that the fruit would only be prohibited for that day, which he can easily keep. When the Gemara objects that the assailant would not be convinced by such a minimally impactful nether, it clarifies that in his mind he intended for the nether to only prohibit fruit for a day, but verbally express the nether without limitations. The Gemara adds that although generally dvarim should believe enum dvarim, words of the heart are not words, meaning his private intent cannot impact his spoken words, in case of onus it's different because the circumstances indicate that he intends differently than the simplest implication of his words. Point number two the next Mishnah states carbon If one said these saplings are hereby Kadosh as a carbon, if they're not cut, Talizo carbon nisrefes, or this talis is kodish as a carbon, if it's not burned, yeshan and they may be redeemed, meaning that the netter is effective and the items are prohibited and can subsequently be redeemed for their value to become permitted. The Lord asks how the Nedra of the sapling can take effect, since all trees will eventually be cut, and answers that the stipulation made was that saplings would not be cut that day, and the day passed. The more proceeds to explain the novelty of this ruin. Kagon de Eka Zika Fisha is in a case of a great wind blowing, just as in the case of the Talis, he made a stipulation regarding its burning, presumably because there's a fire nearby. The Gemara continues. Daitur, the daitur, you might think that he assumed they would not be safe from the wind and fire. And it's because of this assumption that he made the Nether and it should not be valid. The Mishnah therefore teaches us that it is. And point number three, the Mishnah had stated, carbon "If one said these saplings shall be kadosh as a carbon until they are cut, and similarly, if he said his towel should be kadosh as a carbon until it's burned, they do not have redemption." The Gemara wonders, is it forever they cannot be redeemed? Why should this be so? Barpada explains, Padaan Khosus Pada'an Padan Khhoz Vakoshos, Achikatsasu. If he redeems them, they become kadosh again. If he again redeems them, they become kadosh again until they are cut. The Ron explains that we consider his nether to mean they should remain Kadosh until they are cut, meaning that even if they are redeemed, they should again become Kadosh, as if an additional nether was made. Barpada continues that once they are cut, he redeems them once, and they are then permitted. U argues and says, Once they are cut, he no longer needs to redeem them, and they are automatically permitted. He interprets in there to mean they should be cutish only until the time they are cut. The Gemara the following dub will discuss the Melchok at length. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Chav and our standard simon is a strong man koach. A strong man. So here goes. This strong man tax collector who was seething with anger when a man made a netter forbidding all fruit, if the grain was not druma, got distracted from an oncoming windstorm and said, my dumbbells are usher if they survive the wind, and my barbell is usher until I lift 1,000 pounds. Once again, it's motion. This strong man, strong man, that must be learned off, the strong man tax collector who was seething with anger when a man made a netter forbidding all fruit if the grain was not truma, which reminds us, the Mishnah on Davchavzai Zain Ambe stated, No during laharaginu ul haramin ul mochsin. One may make a netter to murderers, plunderers, and tax collectors. She truma apubishinu truma, that his grain is truma, even though in truth it's not truma. To persuade his assailants who are Jewish not to take his grain, he claims that it's truma and prohibited to them. And to bolster his false claim, he makes a netter to forbid all fruit on himself if the grain is not truma. The explains. That Although generally, words with a heart are not words, meaning his private intent cannot impact his spoken words. A case of onus is different because the circumstances indicate that he intends differently than the simplest implication of his words. So the strongman tax collector who was seething with anger when a man made a netter forbidding all fruit if the grain was not truma, got distracted from an oncoming windstorm and said, my dumbbells are usher if they survive the wind. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, <laughs> if one said these saplings are hereby cut as a carbon if they're not cut, Or this talus is kaddish as a karma if it's not burned, yeshla and pinyon, they may be redeemed, meaning the netter is effective and the items are prohibited and can subsequently be redeemed for their value to become permitted. So the strongman tax collector, who was seething with anger when a man made a netter forbidding all fruit if the grain was not truma, got distracted from an oncoming windstorm and said, my dumbbells are usr if they survive the wind, and my barbell is usr until I lift one thousand pounds, which reminds us that Mishnah had stated, eo carbon If one said these saplings shall be kadosh as a carbon until they are cut, and similarly, if he said his tall should be kadosh as a carbon. Until it's burned, and Pidin, they do not have redemption. Bar Pada explains, if he redeems them, they become kadosh again. If he again redeems them, they become kadosh again until they are cut. The run explains that we consider his nether to mean that they should remain kadosh until they are cut, meaning that even if they are redeemed, they should again become kadosh as if an additional nether was made. So once again, the strongman tax collector who was seething with anger when a man made a net of forbidding all fruit if the grain was not truma, got distracted from an oncoming windstorm and said, my dumbbells are usher if they survive the wind, and my barbell is usher until I lift 1,000 pounds. All right, so now it's time to go to our four-blah Baal Chazara. So the similar daf chavdalid is a pitcher. So here goes. The man with a pitcher, pitcher, that must mean we daf chaf kad. The man with the picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Konum, I will not benefit from you, unless you come and take these pitchers of wine for your son. Which reminds us, the Gemara quotes a mission which states, If a person said, Konum, then I will not benefit from you. If you do not take for your son a core of wheat or two barrels of wine, then the netter is invalid. Because his friend can say, Did you not say this merely for my honor? This itself is my honor to decline your offer. The more explains that in this case, all would agree that the netter was made in seriousness, because the vower would say, I'm not a dog that should benefit from you, and you do not benefit from me. So the man with the picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Konam, I will not benefit from you unless you come and take these pictures of wine for your son, was surprised to hear his friend claim he was delayed traveling through a treacherous junk. Which reminds us, the mission states, what is the case of Nidre Unasim? Force in the if one made a netter against his friend that he should eat with him, and he or his son became ill, or he was delayed by a river, then the netter is invalid since the condition was not fulfilled because of circumstances beyond his control. So the man with a picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Conum, I will not benefit from you unless you come and take these pitchers of wine for your son, was surprised to hear his friend claim he was delayed traveling through a treacherous jungle, who then said, Conum, if I was not stuck behind a snake... Like the beam of an all-press, which reminds us, the next mission of states, Nidri Havai, what are cases on the Dharm of exaggeration? If he says, Konim, If I did not see on this road like the multitudes leaving Mitzrayim, or if I did not see a snake like the beam of an all-press. The run notes that these are two distinct cases, in the first he's exaggerating the truth, they saw many people, and the second his statement is patently false. Daf he. So the similar daf chaf he is a silver wedding anniversary. So here it goes. When the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hall cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, 25th anniversary? That must be one daf chaf he. When the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hall cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, which reminds us of Bryce's Todd, that when a person swears in Basin, he's told, know that you're not swearing according to some condition in your mind, rather according to our and the court's understanding. This was meant to preclude trickery, like the incident of the cane of Rava, a borrower who needed to swear to have paid filled a hollow cane with coins and handed it to the unsuspecting lender at the time of his shavua, and was thereby able to truthfully swear that he had given coins to the lender. The furious lender smashed the cane and the coin spilled out, showing how he had technically sworn truthfully. So when the deceitful borrower gave a shocked wife his hollow cane with filled with coins, as a gift for the 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest, based on her intent, not his, which reminds us, When Kaiso swore to accept the Torah in Arba's mode, Moshe Bain warned them, Know that I'm not having you swear according to your own intent. Rather, according to my intent and Hashem's intent. So when the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hollow cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest based on her intent, not his, and promised to never make another netter forbidding food to a group of people since his last one unknowingly included his father and brother. Which reminds us, in the next mission listing the case of Nidri Chicago's unintentional Nadarim, it states, if a person saw people eating his figs and he said, they're forbidden like a carbon to you, and they were found to be his father and brothers, against whom he would not have made the netter, and others who are with them. may say that although the figs are permitted to his relatives, they are forbidden to the others. Beishamai disagree and say they are permitted to everyone, since the netter was partially void regarding his father and brothers. And we learn in another mission, that Rebbe came and taught, huter kul. a netter that is nullified in part, is nullified in its entirety. Dav so is a military coup. So here goes. The leader of the military coup, military coup, that must be been wearing The leader of the military coup who made a netter forbidding his captives of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group, which reminds us, Rav says, Beishamah and Beisil will argue in a case where one said, Had I known my fathers among you, I would have said... All of you are forbidden except my father. In this case, the netter remains the same as the original and the vower stating that he never intended that his father be included in the netter. <laughs> like Rabbi Mer, who says elsewhere, grasp <laughs> the first phrase, mean give primacy to the first phrase used still hold the Yosin Adam Nitpas." a person is always held by the end of his words, therefore, the final netter, which adds the exception of his father, is different than his original netter and is thus a partially voided netter which is completely void. So the leader of the military coup, who made a netter forbidding his captives of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group. Changed his formulation and said, This one shall be forbidden, and this one shall be forbidden like this one, which reminds us where challenged Rubba from the following mission, which said, If one says, That I will not benefit from him and him, If the first became permitted, they are all permitted, but if the last became permitted, he is permitted and the rest are forbidden. Rava interprets the case as speaking of Kagon Shetan a case in which he made each dependent on the next, where he said, This one shall be forbidden like this one, and this one like this one. Therefore, when the first is nullified, they are all permitted. When the last is nullified, the rest remain forbidden. So the leader of the military coup who made a netter forbidding his captors of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group... Changed his formulation and said, This one shall be forbidden, and this one shall be forbidden like this one, and then proceeded to give them kufri onions, which are good for the heart, which reminds us. The more challenges Rafa from Brisa, which states, If one said, konam onions for my tasting, because onions are bad for the heart, and they said to him, Bahaloa, kufri ya'falalev? Isn't the kufri onion good for the heart? Rimer taught in this Brysa that since the kufri onion is permitted, all varieties are. The Gamor presumes the cases where he subsequently said that had he known the truth, he would have said... All onions shall be forbidden, but the Kufri is permitted. Rava taught that such a case was the Mahogos in which Beishamay held like Ravimir to forbid the remainder of the netter. Yet here Ravimir permits other varieties. Rava answers to the cases where he named specific varieties to prohibit and permitted the Kufri onions. Since he changed the formulation of the nadir, it's to be entirely nullified according to all opinions. Dav Chavzayin. So the sim of Dav Chavzayin is a kazoo. So here goes. The kazoo teacher, kazoo, that must be more Dav Chavzayin. The kazoo teacher who gave Basin documents supporting his claim he owned the kazoo music school on condition they would be void if he didn't return in 30 days, which reminds us. The more records an incident in which a litigant had handed over to Basin documents supporting his rights to another's property and said that if he didn't return within 30 days, his documents should be void. In the end, he was unable to come due to circumstances beyond his control. Ravuna ruled his documents void, and Rava challenged him, Anusu, but Anus he's forced, meaning flawless and the Torah quits one who's forced, as we find by the love of violated Arusa the Pazic states, Lanaro, Lotas, Sadabra, and to the grill you should do nothing. Therefore, the stipulation should not be deemed fulfilled, and his documents should not be void. So the kazoo teacher gave based in documents supporting his claim he owned the kazoo music school on condition they would be void if he didn't return in 30 days, blew into his kazoo with all his might when he got stuck on the opposite side of a river to indicate see I have come which reminds us the Gemara asks on Rav's position from an incident of a get given a condition that he does not return within 30 days but ultimately was unable to cross the river and called out from the opposite side Asai, see that I have come Shmuel ruled that the get was valid despite his inability to return on time the Gemara answers that perhaps an apparent meaning predictable constraint is different and the lack of a ferry is an apparent constraint since he was aware of this possibility he should have excluded the circumstance from his condition so the kazoo teacher who gave based on documents supporting his claim he owned the kazoo music school on condition they would be void if he didn't return it in 30 days, blew into his kazoo with all his might when he got stuck in the opposite side of the river to indicate, see I have come but ultimately lost his case because his documents were false. And here, an Asmakta is sufficient, which reminds us that more wonders how the litigant's documents become void based on his prior commitment to forfeit them if he fails to return. a But Asmakta will and This is an Asmakta, a commitment based on an assumption that the terms will never be fulfilled and an Asmakta is not binding. The Gore explains instead that here it's different because he said his documents should be invalid. The run explains he was admitting that if he didn't return to Bastion in time, the proofs he intended to use to claim his property were in fact false, for which even an the level agreement is sufficient. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which definitely would have once said these saplings shall be kadosh as a carpet until they are cut? They do not have pidgin, and if they're redeemed, they become kadosh again. That's on Duff. Chavchas, good number two. Which stuff do you want? In the case when one said, "This one shall be forbidden, like this one, and this one like this one," when the last is nullified, the rest remain forbidden. That's on daf. Chavav, good number three. Which stuff do you want? If one said, "These saplings are hereby kadosh as a carbon," if they are cut, they may be redeemed, meaning the netter is effective and the items are prohibited. That's on daf. Good number four, which do you have a case of a man who made a netter forbidding his wife from going on a pilgrimage and she disobeyed him, and the netter was annulled that's on Chav Gimel, good number five, which stuff when one may make a netter to Jewish tax collectors that his grain is truma, even though it's not true that's on. Chav Good number six. Which stuff do we have a case where a person gave a get on condition he doesn't return within 30 days and then gets stuck on the other side of the river and yells, Here, I have come. That's on Duff. Chav Good number seven. Which stuff do we have a case when one said, konam onions for my tasting because onions are bad for the heart and was told, Isn't the Kufri onion good for the heart? That's on Duff. Chavav. Good number eight. Which of the one. If someone made a netter forbidding people from eating his figs and he discovered that his father and brother were there, but still will hold the netters now, since netters are huter mixas, uh, huter kulo. That's on Duff. Hey. Good number nine. Wish of the one. When one gets angry, all types of gehenum rule over him. That's on Chav Bey is good at number 10. Which stuff do we discuss? Onus Rachman Patre in the case where someone handed over documents to Basin and they said they should be void if he doesn't return within 30 days. That's on tough? Chav Zain. Excellent. that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldin wishing a great day and great learning.